Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. And I'm K-Muse. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our Patreon supporters. It's a great place to chat with us about recent dramas and what we're watching. The link will be in our show notes. So there are definitely more movies that are being added, um, Korean movies that are being added to Netflix and Vicky recently. So uh, K-Muse and I thought, hey, let's watch a movie. And then when we watched one movie, we were like, huh, why don't we do a contrast of two movies? And so we decided to watch two separate movies and then talk about both of them. They both happen to have some besties in them and... The second one we watched even had a um, cameo by the main one of the main guys in the first one. So it's kind of all connected a little bit. We um, are going to talk about Time to Hunt. Is that what the Time to yeah. Hunt and The yes. Divine Fury? Those are the two movies that we're going to talk about. And this is a big disclaimer. Um, we are going to have major spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movies and you don't like spoilers, please stop listening. <laughs> we will be and watch and then come back and then come back. Yeah. But if yeah. you don't mind spoilers, um, especially if you're on the boat on the fence about if you want to watch it or not, um, we were definitely going to be talking about the end and all that kind of stuff. But I, I still think even with hearing our opinion, it wouldn't, you could li- listen to us and then go back and watch it if you do not mind spoilers. So that is our topic for today. So um, to start off, we're going to kind of take a look at the two shows. So we'll start with Time to Hunt, kind of give a synopsis, talk about that, our feelings, and then we'll switch to the other one. And then we get into the fun part where we start picking which is better in different various categories so <laughs> you have to get creative with that. the categories it's so too <laughs> uh, it does yes. it allows us yeah. to get creative yeah. a little bit weird yeah maybe a little bit weird <laughs> <laughs> it's kind you of know. like when we do our positive recaps and we have to get creative sometimes and talk about guy liner and things because there's nothing else positive. My uh, Mr. Drama Geek actually was like, ooh, you guys should do a positive podcast of the movies. I was like, no, because <laughs> it would be um, there was abs and then that was it. <laughs> so, Oh, my goodness. And one of them didn't even have abs. <laughs> no, one of them didn't have abs, but it had wonderful hair. For yeah, one person, so. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to start off with Time to Hunt. <laughs> yes. Which, for some reason, I keep forgetting the title of this movie all the time. Mm-hmm. So I keep having to remind myself. Um, you can find it on Netflix. It's just recently came to Netflix because uh, with all the movie theaters being closed due to COVID-19, um, they felt that that was probably where it should go. So. Yeah. We were lucky to get it because we were going to go in the see it in the movie theater, you know. So either way, we we're going to watch it. So this is set in a near future. I'm not sure how near future it is. It felt pretty far in the future, but it's an area filled with poverty. Ji Hoon it wants to leave the city and start a new life, but to do that, he needs lots of money. So they decide <laughs> that he's going to rob a casino with his three besties and then they rob the casino 
surprisingly in the first 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and the rest of the whole movie is about them escaping from this mysterious man named Han who likes to hunt people down kind of like for sport so (laughs) what was your overall thought drama geek (laughs) (laughs) okay so the three friends are Chewu Shik which I love and he had oh, the yeah. fabulous hair and on Jay Hong, which is the um, he's from 19. He's the Hyung in 1988, but he also is just recently in Mel- be melodramatic or melod- melodrama or whatever it was called. Melodramatic is my name or something. Like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So him and then the other one, I don't consider necessarily a bestie. I think he was more of like convenience because he worked in the casino. I mean, they still were kind of friends with him, but like, uh, and I don't. It wasn't do or die bestie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Park Jung Min. He wasn't somebody that I'm like watching all the time or whatever. But the other two, I really like them. And then um, Ji Hoon, I I like him um, from Signal and some of his other stuff. So um, the cast is the best part of the movie. <laughs> oh, by far, like, by far, A plus cast. They're, yeah, they're really good. Unfortunately. Oh, and the, the bad guy who likes to play games, Han is played by Park Hesu and he is the baseball player from prison playbook. So, um, he, the, the characters, not the characters, the actors, the cast is really great. The characters are all pretty, um, dumb, (laughs) Which does not lend well to because I mean they plan this heist. It happens really fast. I think it's thirty minutes, thirty five minutes into the movie. Maybe not even that. Yeah, it and was it was like, like really. Fast. Oh, they're already done that. So then the rest of it's just this guy Han, um, because they screw up and they actually take the tapes because they they cased the joint and uh, they don't want their faces seen. So they take the the hard copies of all of the surveillance footage. Well, that has all of the. Um, behind the scenes dealings that are going on. And so they really need those tapes. They don't care about the money. That's what they want. And so then they're, they're being chased down and um, so many, like it is supposed to be a near future, but like so many times all of a sudden, or there's just nobody around the director really liked like abandon even the hospital. They get that, you know, they end up in the hospital and the guy gets the bullet, like the, the, out of his you know he gets surgery and stuff and then they have to leave in the middle of the night and there's nobody anywhere at all in the hospital it's this dark abandoned (laughs) building that they're running through so it's very like mood like the mood of it the the director liked having that like foggy moody type thing and then they're just being chased by this guy to lots of different places and having to run from him and all that kind of stuff so i don't know it wasn't deep and then the ending sucked because <laughs> everybody but the main character dies. And but he's still going to he gets off to his eye. He wanted to go to Hawaii, but he ends up. I don't know where he is. Um, Taiwan. Thailand, OK. Yeah. Taiwan. That's right. Well, he originally his dream when he was growing up was Hawaii because his mom talked about it. But then he found out from his prison buddy that there was some place in, in Taiwan that they could go. So he ends up there and then everybody else died and so then he has to go back for revenge or something so i don't know it was just 
stupid. The plot <laughs> it was yeah, the plot wasn't too deep and then the the characters themselves were kind of dumb and then the, the each scene like each scene where they were running from the guy with the gun and everything were just played out in this like this doesn't make sense in any <laughs> anywhere any near future or whatever there's just there there was just a lot of stuff that didn't make sense so i and everybody smoked in almost every single scene which is you know here nor there but it was a little bit distracting they were like and even the (laughs) asthma guy had (laughs) like the guy that has (laughs) asthma was smoking earlier in the uh the scene so i don't know it was just yeah. Well, and there were just so many unexplained questions. Like, they're poverty-stricken neighborhoods, obviously. Right. But there's no one living in them. Like, yeah, all there's... of the streets are... Again, it's abandoned. Oh, I did forget, and this is something Kay Muse may want to speak on, but how many women were there in there, and how many speaking lines did they have? Um, there were maybe... There were, like, two in the background. There was mm-hmm. one nurse that had one line when uh-huh. they went to the abandoned hospital but right. there was a nurse to let them in yep. and then Wushik's the, mom yeah Wushik's mom, mom yeah, yeah, yeah. had a few lines but she was the only woman in the whole show that talked <laughs> like at all and, <laughs> but, and it wasn't and even there was a lot of women who didn't talk there just was no women, no and women. <laughs> it was like a total testosterone there was no, in the protesters because there was protesters everywhere yeah, all over the place, and there was no women among the protesters. No, no women there. No women on the streets. No women no. in the bar. Wait, no, there was one there woman was in one. the bar. Yeah, in the background. Yeah, and you could only tell because of her hair. You didn't actually see her, no, but no, it was female yeah. hair. So it could have been Possibly. a dude. It could have been. We don't know. We don't know. But, but yeah. Oh dear heaven. <laughs> But I just had so many issues. There were so many things that were unexplained. Yeah. Like, where'd all the women go? Where'd all the people go? <laughs> Why does no one live in these, like, poor places? Because that's where poor people would live. Yeah. But no one lived there. There was never anyone on the streets, ever. Mm-hmm. Somehow mm-hmm. they had a car. But no one else in the whole of Korea they, had the a car. The car was supposed to be probably not that great. But because it's in the future, it was, you know... A decent car. I don't know. It was just and all. Somehow they had money for cell phones, so I don't know that either. But oh, that's always just a given. There are people, yeah. yeah. Even in the apocalypse, <laughs> you'll have a cell phone in Korea. Yeah. So. And not okay. So I do like uh, Jaehoon, but or Jaehoon, but like I didn't really believe him that much in some of the. I don't know. He's he gets out of prison. And I mean, he's he's just a regular guy. So it's not like he's supposed to be this hardened criminal or anything. But it was just some parts were a little bit. I would definitely never believe him if he was in a gangster movie and he was supposed to be a gangster. No, well, <laughs> he just has them. the. I know, I know. Uh, I don't know. Anjay Hong, I think he could probably, and definitely Han, the guy that plays the bat, the yeah. Park Hesu. Yeah. yeah, he could. Although his acting was mostly that he was in dark lighting. <laughs> <laughs> they covered his face all the time. So he was just there in the background. And you see, like, a glint of cover on his jawline. <laughs> like, yeah. It was... They're probably like, we need an actor with a jawline. <laughs> Who can we get? <laughs> he does have a pretty decent jawline. So, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
right. So I commented on this when we were watching it, Mm -hmm. but it's like all their characters and even somewhat Han were kind of like the dumb girl at the beginning of a horror movie (laughs) that's about to get killed. Like every single one of them, that was their personality. Mm -hmm. So you're watching Mm -hmm. them do this stuff and you're like, you guys are too stupid to live. After (laughs) like an hour and a half of just saying that in your head, you're like, oh, dear heavens, just die. Just die. (laughs) Oh, but then they don't even show us. Uh, uh, Wushik's character dying. He was yeah. he was by far the best character. I feel like in the show and yeah. he, and the most like. Well, he did have a small backstory. He so did that's with more his par- family had. and all that kind of stuff. But like, you don't get to see him die. You just yeah. oh yeah, and they just imply well because yeah, he the main character doesn't get to see him die. So then he's not sure if he's alive or dead. And then they just let him believe what he wants to believe. But he does understand that he's dead. But it was still like you get to see the stupid blaze of glory that the other two die in <laughs> or not. Well, he and it lasted so long. <laughs> it it was like 20 minutes of them shooting a gun and not hitting anything. It like did. too dumb to live. Yeah. So. so I would say, but you like a lot of action movies that don't I have do. a lot of and plot and this everything. Because I don't. So bad. But <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so after. Having watched that and wasted my time. Oh, we totally had to have a second movie. Cause... Totally had to have a second movie. And so we went for Wushik's Bestie, Park Sojun, and went with the Divine Fury. And so this one I didn't originally want to watch at all because I don't really do possession uh, exorcism shows like I don't like the dramas that are all about that and I tend to stay away from movies and stuff no matter if it's Korean or here in you know American or whatever I just don't really like them that much but I figured why not let's give it a try so Park Sojun's character um, when he was a child his father died in an accident and so he grew up um, and distrusted and resented people since then and so now he's a martial arts champion. Thank the Lord, because this that was the saving grace of, of the drama or not drama, but the movie. And so he meets Priest on and Priest on is also an exorcist and they get involved in a case and must fight a powerful evil, a very hot, sexy, powerful evil <laughs> <laughs> until he gets scales later on. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes. So I... All right, to clarify, I don't really like the exorcist part of this genre. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the vomiting yeah. black blood and the de- demonic voices, all that stuff. Right. I really don't enjoy that. Um, this wasn't really a change from that enjoyment. I just don't like that part. Right. However, as exorcist movies go, I thought this was one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Because they do focus a lot on just the relationship between Park Sejun's character and the priest. And it's not all about, you know, let's go find a bunch of people that are possessed and and kill them or, you know, whatever. I do agree. And if they, if they had been fighting some other type of evil that wasn't like demons puking and people, crawl, little kids crawling on the ceiling and cussing and all that stuff, then I probably would have thought it was a, a pretty decent movie. Yeah, so if you don't mind exorcist issues, then this is going to be a really good movie, actually. I would 
I would actually recommend this one overall anyway. But um, I liked that Park Se-Joon's character was a martial arts guy and he didn't have to have some powerful mojo to just kind of kick demonic butt. So that was kind of cool. Like the scene where he meets the priest, there's a guy just climbing on the wall. He jumps up and slams him down. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of cool. Um, I liked... As weird as it was, I did like that he had a magic hand. That <laughs> he had a magic I, hand. It was a magic hand. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, there was all this kind of Catholic stuff around it, and I'm I don't know anything about that, but pretty much it was a magic hand. <laughs> <laughs> he could slam his bloody hand against the demon possessed person. And they lit it on fire and... A holy the, fire, though, because it wasn't yes, like the person fire. who was possessed was on fire. It was just yes, one of those it white... It was a holy fire right. that took the demon out of the body so they didn't kill a bunch of people. So mm-hmm. that was kind of nice. Because usually, you know, there's a high body count on that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I liked it overall. It was good. There's a lot of really hot... hot Park Sejun. Mm. Like, even when he's wearing regular clothes, it was, like, really attractive clothes. Yeah, he was so, always in, like, a black... I think he wore black for almost the whole thing, but, yeah, like, black but it was a mix of leather, leather jacket and, yeah. T-shirt, yeah. yeah. Holy shirt, you know. <laughs> From the Pope that fit him and his upper body perfectly. The Pope yeah. knew that he was going to be the one wearing it. Because <laughs> it would not have hit the... <laughs> Because the other, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) the evil guy or the, so the, what did they call him? He was the demon bishop. bishop. The dark bishop was uh, Wu Do Wan. So our favorite bodyguard from Eternal Monarch um, was in there. And he is so good at looking bad and sexy at the same time. Although, again, toward the end, he like falls in this water thing and comes back out with scales and like where all the where he had been dropping all of the (laughs) yeah the hearts and the guts and all that stuff went down in there yeah so he comes out and he's so all of the fight scenes with the two of them at the end he was like covered in scales shirtless and it was a little bit of a like if only he wasn't covered in scales and looking gross they turned him into like a weird like merman monster. <laughs> and it's like, dude, yeah. he can fight and be mm. evil just by being hot. Yeah. You know, maybe like bulk up his chest a bit or something. You don't have to turn him full fish. I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> it was. But aside from that, you get the fight at the beginning of the movie where uh Park So Jun comes out in his boxing shorts because they're like MMA he's got his boxing (laughs) shorts and he has from head to toe an amazing body so that was great um and then when he puts three stabs yes and then when he uh puts on his holy um shirt (laughs) what is it no it because okay so it's it was like it's like I can't think of the word because you know they All have right, their it's the black priestly shirt that priests yeah. wear with the collar, but the collar. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to yeah, think of, like but the collar, right? Bottom part, right? Because it, it was um, blessed by the Pope, 
So when he's putting that on, there's this lovely scene where he's, you know, taking one shirt off and putting the other on and everything. So, and I liked when he got on his motorcycle because that was really hot too. Yes. Yeah. But aside from that, like, like you were saying his relationship, because his dad dies and when his dad dies, the priest before, while he's in the hospital, the dad, he tells him like, Hey, if you pray really hard, then your dad will be saved and he's not saved. He dies. And so that's how, I mean, like gets this complex of religion and all that kind of stuff. So the fact that he creates this bond with this other priest and they work together and their relationship, I really liked that aspect of it. Yeah. The other part that I would give it a little bit of a minus for is I did feel like their fight scenes at the end, other than a small section where um, Park Sojun and Wudawan are like in a closer area and they're fighting. The rest of it was all kind of like, I'm bored. This yeah. is not very interesting. But he had to just go through a bunch of guys. Yeah. But it was fun when his hand lit into lit. flames. Yeah. <laughs> so he <laughs> had his magic, magic hand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So that that's my overall. Um, thoughts. Oh, and there was a cameo by uh, Che Wushik on that one um, where he is one of the priests. And I think he might possibly be in a follow up movie as one of the, as the main character. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because it made it sound of, at the end like he would be. Yeah. I don't know. He kind of freaked out in the beginning and didn't come back the until the end. Thing. But, yeah. But yeah. So. Now to figure out which one we would recommend between the two by answering a series of questions. I already think that we know the answer to that one because of just discussion, but, but we'll, we we'll have we've got to, to answer the question. <laughs> I know. Which movie has the hotter cast? Now, it's really hard because you've got Wushik in both of them. So, you know, he's a part of both casts. That is true. That is true. But then you've got Park Sojun and Wu Do-wan, and I think that their hotness outweighs the other members of the other cast because Jae-hoon is, is hot. He's he's good looking and I like him, but just he doesn't hit that mark of hotness, in my opinion, that Sojun and Do-hwan do. So my vote is for the Divine Fury cast. So... I might have like been blinded by how gorgeous Wushik was in a couple scenes in <laughs> his hair, the hunting and his, his hair face. was phenomenal, phenomenal. If, yes. Yes. If we were basing it on just him versus, I don't know. I can't, I don't know if I can do the best. Well, Cause I really like, is like angelic. Oh, it's amazing. It's like so pretty. It is and amazing. he just doesn't get enough. He doesn't like, he doesn't fall in whatever category Korea thinks the, he needs to be in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because he He's is hot. He is hot. However, Park Se Jun <laughs> showed off a lot of skin. And there was no skin shown off <laughs> in time to hunt. They wore way too many clothes. That's all I can say. So, yes, I'll go with you. And uh, the priest wins it with the hot okay. clothes. Okay. Lack of clothes. So. Um, which show had the best female character? <laughs> we added this question just because there was such absolute lack of we female. We forgot to even talk about Divine Fury because there was two. 
maybe it was there two yes but remember i even texted you i'm like 26 minutes in and we have a female who actually has lines (laughs) (laughs) which is a bonus i can't remember what what was she had to um go to or park sejun had to go to the shaman and the shaman girl oh the shaman girl she was actually really good she was the actress was was really i wish she had been involved in more more of that um so, you know, he actually talked to a girl, which is more than anything. <laughs> <other. laughs> yeah, so I have to give this to um, Divine Fury, I think. Oh, yeah. Just because the other one literally had maybe four sentences the whole two hours. Yeah. Oh, well, so. the mom did it toward the end of the, f- uh, the that other was one. was my four sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she talk to him when they were visiting? And then at the end on the phone, maybe. she talked yeah. to him again. But it's still it was a very like. Yeah, I, I think that they both get negative points from me. I don't think either of them had enough female lines in it to get anything. <laughs> yeah. It was sad. Uh-huh. I think we need to watch some less male-focused shows next time we review. I know. Well, I didn't... I mean, sometimes you see just, me, you know, the main guys yeah. on the thing, and you still don't think that... Like, the, I think the other one does lose because they just didn't have women in their background scenes at all. <laughs> there was just, the women did not oh, exist in their there world. Was the girl that was possessed and her mom, that was actually oh, yeah. pretty well done. Yes, you're right. I mean, the, so the mom and the girl, yes. So Divine Fury does get, it had an okay amount of, not. if I hadn't watched the other one beforehand, I might not have thought about it or commented on it. But because yeah. the other one just had no women, then it made me think, well, this one doesn't have one either. So our next category, uh, which show had the better action sequences? Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's hard because there was the final action sequence in Divine Fury that I just didn't think it was really that great. And then... The rest of it, all of the possession stuff was all things I was like closing my eyes and looking away from because it was all gross. Um, But the other ones, their action sequences drew out for a really long time. And it was all like mood setting, mysterious, foggy. So I don't know. Does the stupidity of the action sequences in the first one nullify that there were at least some cool things that you were seeing? I guess I'll give the action sequences to the f- original movie because it just hasn't gotten any points yet. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Time to Hunt because okay. I did enjoy a couple of the various um, directing choices that mm-hmm. the director went with. Uh, some of the times when they were driving with the car and the vans, I would count those action sequences I would say, yeah, and then, like, when they're in the parking garage and stuff, there was some cool, like, intent, you know, the the tension and everything was being built by all that. So, yes, I do agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there were some really good tension moments. Mm -hmm. Sadly, they were off shot by stupid moments that lasted forever where they shot tons of guns and didn't hit anything. Yeah. Um, So, that... I'll give it to time to hunt just because there were some really good driving sequences. I liked agree. Um, so which cast would be most <laughs> likely question. to survive the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> this one's easy. This one's oh, so yeah. easy. <laughs> uh, 
I want Park Sejun and his magic hand <laughs> right next to me. And the pre and his because I mean the oh, yeah. the and older the priest, priest was cool. Yeah, he, he had would, some moves. He did mostly so, verbally, like using his exorcist yeah. talk, but, see, but still, he, God would be with us as Park Sejun. Yes, killed all the zombies. Yeah, yeah. So, so no, the totally... other team. No, no, no. Oh, no. Leave them behind. <laughs> they would have been like. Just stay back here for your own safety, little woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's a woman here. What do we do with her? I don't know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So oh. um, Park Se June all the way on saving us from the zombies. Yeah. So which movie had the better written plot? That definitely goes to the Divine Fury. Because, again, if you're into exorcist movies and all that kind of stuff, the plot was... Uh, understandable and followed through the you know the whole time and yeah i would definitely say that the plot on the divine fury is better the other one kind of was like they did a heist and then the rest of it was just them running from abandoned place to abandoned place trying to avoid him (laughs) totally agree that was one of the dumbest plots like it was so it was like watching a video game Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. Pretty much I'm just running around shooting at things and there's no plot. There's no character growth. Um, like the most we know about asthma guy is he has asthma. Even at the end. He, <laughs> he didn't have a family. Day. We knew that he didn't have a oh, family. Yeah, yeah. That part. He'd always been alone. Not sure why, uh, but he had always been alone. So he didn't have a family. No women in his life and sprung <laughs> forth out of the ground. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they probably met in an him. orphanage. I don't well, know because the other guy had a family. He was the only one that had a family. So we don't know with Jehun's character what his yeah. family situation was either. So I don't know. It was a weird <laughs> world. So, yeah. So, of course, uh, Divine Fury gets that. It was mm-hmm. a good story. It was really well-written plot. Um, and that's coming from someone who doesn't like exorcisms. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which movie <laughs> has a better ending? <laughs> oh, I think we've already stated that we thought that the ending in Time to Hunt was stupid. Because supposedly he doesn't even know that the bad guy, Han, that was hunting them was shot supposedly to death and fell into the water. It just ends with the story that this man hunts until he finds the person that he's supposed to get. So supposedly it makes it seem like Han is still living out there in the world. Yeah. I, there is no way I would ever watch a sequel of this. So I don't (laughs) care if Han's alive. Um, And for some reason he thinks that, Oh, well I know how to shoot a gun now because he didn't back then. Right. So I'm going to go and kick butt back in Korea, even though I sacrificed all my friends and everything to get here, I'm going to go back. So mm-hmm. that's what he does. And it was stupid. So of course, <laughs> you know, the priest going and moving to Rome, that works for me. I like the idea that Ushik will be a exorcist priest in the sequel. And so I'm okay with priest. Yeah. No, I, I, the whole thing, last bit sequence i just didn't enjoy it at all of the um the the one movie what is it called 
a time time, time to, to hunt. hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't like the ending was not fulfilling for me. Uh, yeah. The, again, I didn't, we didn't even get to see the one guy's demise. I just didn't like it. So divine fury gets my vote for the ending. All right. I have to preface this with, I did not write this next question. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to make out with one of the characters from either movie, who would it be? And why also, Possession is not an option if you choose who to want. <laughs> what? Well, just because obviously he made out with the one girl and possessed her into being a demon psycho. Oh. So, you know, just know that you won't be possessed. Oh, okay. So we get, we are released from his yes, bad guy will... possession. But so yes. it's a character. So it, it's not the actor, it's the character. Yes, it's the character. <sighs> but so. Wudowan is the the dark bishop oh, person yes. since he's the character. Yeah. Okay. Um, my answer but, is Pak Sojun. <laughs> I've seen his kisses on screen and yeah. <laughs> I, I am tempted <laughs> to the dark side. <laughs> I, I saw him and I was single he was single. He's just in a club wearing all black and looking all <laughs> smoldering. I would totally make out with that. But what if... And, I'm sorry, the bite that he does to his shoulder and is like... his Because it's again, it's not the actor, it's the character. I his mouth opens up. I would make out with him before he did all that weird stuff. Like, just when he's in the club. Okay. So early so fish, dark bishop, not fish bishop, <laughs> not weird bishop standing over a vat of guts and brains. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just in the club. Only in the club. All right. Well, we can go on a double date then. <laughs> and they can fight each other at the end. I don't think either Wushik, of them though, is again, commitment. But his character is just so dumb. I don't think I'd want to work make out with his character. <laughs> uh, oh, they were so vapid. <laughs> it, it they just they didn't plan anything out, and then all of them die because they didn't really plan very well. And My yeah, favorite part is when they were being hunted. One was inside, one was outside, and they kept shouting to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are more. Well, let's tell the the, the oh. shooter where we are. But anyway, <laughs> and the shooter wasn't much brighter because no. really he could have looked out the window, saw the one well, shot him. They made it convenient that he liked to hunt because he gave them so many opportunities during oh, yeah. it, that he let them get away, and he wanted them to to run from him. So that made and it to where most of the hunting thing was annoying, except the first time when he has the phone. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then the parking garage. So like after they leave the parking garage and end up at the hospital from that point on, it was just like, what is even going on? (laughs) I know. Yeah. All right. So the winner is no surprise here. (laughs) Divine Fury. So if you want a good movie and you don't care that there's no women. (laughs) There's a few Uh, in that one. There's there's a few. few. There's a few. And as long as you want a good action movie, it like, even the possession, like, you can fast forward through it if it's not your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't detract from the show. So, the winner is Divine Fury. You yeah. can find it currently on Vicky. Yeah. And it probably is available on Amazon Prime for rent if you 
are looking there, there's a good chance. I haven't checked, but there's a good chance that most of the ones that are English subbed are available for renting on Amazon Prime. So, any final thoughts? No, I'm pretty sure we we covered it all. <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to get like a hate mail from people that liked a time to hunt, but I just couldn't. No, and I that's it. Again, I'm there. sure there are people who, I mean, I don't really like uh, action movies that don't have a lot of character depth and plot. Like, I'm just that I'm usually out on those type of things. I thought because of the main characters and stuff that it would be more of like a uh, bromance, which I mean, it was. So we didn't really talk about that too much, but I feel like the mate trying to make it a darker, grittier thing kind of put me off where I wasn't connecting with the characters as much when they were bromancing it up at the beginning. So well, I do think the there'll end, be people like trying to guess if they were going to be killed off via level of hotness. <laughs> we you know, we forgot to talk about that. Sign. I was like, I think they're all going to die with the level of hotness. <laughs> so, and it's not although, a good sign that that's what we're thinking right. towards the end of the show when it's supposed to be dramatic. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I love the actors. I found some parts interesting, but for the most part, it's just not my type of movie. So it may be yours, but it's definitely it's not mine. mine. But it was yeah. not, not, not a good movie. Yeah. So. And Divine Fury is definitely one that, like, if you love a good possession movie, you're going to like it. Oh, so. yeah. All right. So thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast, even if it's the fact that you love the movie that we don't like. And if there is a specific actor or theme you would like to discuss, then let us know. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. Typing.